Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That guy played goalie for Bayern Munich, by the way, in like 1987. Memphis Bladderpils. Memphis Bladderpils. <laughs> with, just one, with just one L. Yeah, with Blatter just one L. Yeah. Bladderpils Memphis with the save. Bayern Munich. I'm going to get you a custom Bayern jersey that says Bladderpils. B-L-A-D-R-P-I-L-S. Yeah, you just watch. You buy that for me and I'll wear it. And some German dude will go like, ah, you know Bladderpils. Second best goalie ever. To the shutdown full cast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. If you uh, want another one, that's too bad. You don't need one. That's all you need. We we got you. We have we have everything for you, including um, the greatest tribute possible that you can give somebody. Which, as my co-host Jason Kirk knows, that would be what is the greatest tribute one can give someone. Uh, according to the show notes, it's uh, Arby's. That's correct. That's, that's what I'm just. I'm just reading the, the reading the assigned text, uh, Spencer. Yes, that, that is written. That is me. correct. Like like great Caesar down the promenade, he hired somebody to just stand behind him in the chariot and go. We have the meats. That's who, who that's, did. Uh, Arby's. Arby's has always had the meats forever. Is Arby's is a he? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was two. It was it was it's brothers. That's what R and B R and B stands for. Yeah, a lot of people That's think it stands for. I'm not kidding. People think it stands for roast beef, but I'm gonna pull it up here. Uh, yeah, it was Forrest and Leroy Raffle, the Raffle brothers. And that's that's uh, for RBs. You said Forrest and Leroy, and I say why? Why in this place called FLs? But <laughs> I thought you, you were going to say Ro- Romulus and Remus. Like that to me. That to me is like RBs, two brothers, founding of great empires. Same story. I thought you were going to say rhythm and blues. <laughs> that's actually. I actually thought that was what Ryan was saying. It's like, oh, that is what it stands for. RBs. It's like the RBs charts. I didn't make the roast beef connection until I was fully like thirty. Do you think that's I'm not sure why, why I felt like adding that? Well, like, do you think that they saw their name and thought about yes, this kind of means Arby? What else? Stand, you know, like nominative, nominative determinalized their yeah. menu based on that. Oh. They, they were like, oh, we want to, we want to start a fish sandwich joint, but right, okay. What would what would Grandma Jamoka have wanted us to do? <laughs> sell that combination of american dishes that only makes sense that is the peak of logic that is inevitable uncle cheddar get down here (laughs) and that would be a roast beef sandwich and turnovers don't you want that isn't that the light thing you want in your belly when you're sitting in a car expending no energy is that you want a lot of shaved horse meat with a big turnover just dropped on top of it yeah, because sure. if you, yes. honestly, what are we supposed to say here? You're thinking of it in terms of like this. This car trip will be uncomfortable. I'm thinking of it in terms of if my car breaks down, like in a gully, and I have to live in my car for four days. If I have already packed it full of Arby's, like that, I have like I have prepper. I have preppered myself. I have preppered my stomach with roast beef and turnover. Use Arby's to insulate your home. Correct. That's in curly fries. Curly fries, the the due date on curly fries, it's like several decades. You can pick one of those up and it's still it'll be cold, yeah. but it still feels somewhat the edible. Due date? You think you have to return curly fries? There's that would actually explain some things. They do have a revenge. Arby's, America's library. I think that's why they all you know, the curly fry itself is a symbol of return, is it not? It's constantly <laughs> Holy shit. The great Uroboros. Strip. Arby. Uroboros. Welcome to Uroboros. You know, I kind of had this exact thought this week. There's a Wendy's on our block, and one of the marquee signs just says strawberry salad back for you. And every time I drive by it, I'm like, don't you fucking threaten me, Wendy. Spencer, for you. Spencer, would you like do a our, Dean Koontz Wendy's? Would you do our <laughs> listeners a favor and explain why you're bringing up Arby's? Well, an iconic photo of former South Carolina football coach Steve Spurrier, late of the University of Florida, is of him post SEC media days in a suit, gray suit, red tie, unbuttoned. By the way, upper like top button unbuttoned tie loosened right because as befits an entire generation of gentlemen there was business time when the tie was up and then the tie got loose at least two inches to indicate that it was post work posing at an arby's hand extended with 
wrap around shades, almost blue blocker looking shades. If you remember blue blockers, they they're these enormous visored shades appropriately enough for Steve Spurrier, his arm extended forwards, the right arm with the drink at the soda machine and a massive thumbs up and grin given of the left arm, giving the satisfaction that one can only give when you have slayed yet another sec media days and gotten America's original Arboros and philosophically uh, magnificent meat joint Arby's. So yeah, him posted up with uh, two players, by the way, in the back or, or two a family in the background. That's that's what I was referencing is the iconic Steve Spurrier shot of him at Arby's. Now, why am I talking about this now? Because I'm going to lay two things on you here. Okay, one, Shane. Beamer is the coach at South Carolina. I'm guessing at least 80% of you did not know that because uh, did any of you immediately remember that Shane Beamer was the coach at South Carolina? No. And that's not why this next photo didn't land for me. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Why didn't, why didn't it land for you? Why didn't what land for me? Well, the photo of Shane Beamer doing the exact same pose, giving the exact same thumbs up, at what I hope is the exact same Arby's with two South Carolina players in the background posing like the bystanders in the original photo. Players are adorable, first of all. Yeah, they do a great great job. I couldn't pick Shane Beamer out of a lineup if my life depended on it. We might have an SEC Clay Helton on our hands. Like I saw the photo and I immediately knew what it's supposed to be referencing, but I didn't know who that guy was. I think it might go even deeper because in this photo, the first time I saw it, I said, oh, Brian Harson's doing a bit. In the shades, in the shades, Shane Beaver <laughs> looks like Brian Harson in shades. Wow. It, also, it, there's, is one man coaching both teams? There's a little bit going on in the fit here where it kind of looks like he's wearing a suit that he borrowed from someone, um, which might make you think had he grown his hair out a little bit longer, Oh, Lane Kiffin's doing a bit. He does have a bit. He does have a very um, boy at summer camp haircut. I think we have a Charmander situation. Shane Beamer, Brian Harson, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin being the Charizard, who, of course, in the Pokemon show, Charizard is very difficult to wrangle. Like he, he's a heavy hitter. He's a handful. But my goodness, does Ash get sick of Charizard's shit from time to time? So what we saw was just Virginia Tech, or not Virginia Tech. See, I did it a fucking again. Mm-hmm. Was South Carolina tweeting out without context this photo of uh, this photo of Shane Beamer, but with no helpful identifying information. So I was like, like my honest, actual first thought, I was like, is that their SID? Mm, yeah. Because I, anyway, I, I'm looking forward to see it. I might have to bump up my Shane Beamer out of South Carolina by 2024 with a bag estimation, because if we can't pick him out of people potentially associated with South Carolina football, let alone pick him out of the entire rest of his coaching brethren at media days, he might come burrow into the walls. And you know, Frank's taught that man to live above a drop ceiling. <laughs> and, and, and you know how you do that? You eat one values. and you make it Arby's. You eat it late at night when nobody sees you, and then you go back in the drop ceiling. Mm-hmm. All right, this might be a hit. This might be more of a hit depod conversation. But Spencer and I have had this argument not too long ago, and I'm, I'm going to extend my uh, my drive-through apostasy from Zaxby's over into Arby's. Mm-hmm. 
I will say an argument for Arby's when on a long, long, long interstate road trip and limited to drive through is that the stuff that you get in your sandwich is at least identifiably meat. You don't know what the fuck is in a burger. Yeah. I'll give yeah. it that. Like Arby's, at least it's meat. I mean, I, th- I, I people our age grew up with like, I, I don't know what Arby's did with their branding when we were growing up because mm-hmm. everyone shits on it. I don't understand it. Like you say, it is food. It is clearly food, which I know mm-hmm. it's a it's a low bar to clear in the fast food industry, but yeah. it's food. And like, you know, it's the, not like the, it's Burger King. The turkey wrap. That's some food ass food right there. Yeah. It's not bad for you. It, it's it's it doesn't taste bad. Like I, I have no real problem with Arby's and it is oh. quite possible to eat quite decently there. Arby's also reliably and the one big change this is if you're doing a highlights magazine edition of this photo the one big thing that's changed is steve spurrier was in some sort of pepsi based wormhole i don't know where the fuck he would have had to stop uh after media days to get a pepsi based arby's but arby's in my experience reliably has mellow yellow at the fountain i think back when we could go inside the arby's i think the problem arby's saddest thing i've ever said Back in the halcyon days of going inside the Arby's. Back when I could enter the Arby's. <laughs> but not, not for any of the usual, usual reasons, reasons I can't enter the Arby's. When I was... Right, right. Not because of the court but order. But for all the Stephen King-based reasons, I can't enter the Arby's. <laughs> I think the main problem with Arby's is that roast beef is such a, such a specific thing to center your brand around. That like there's a reason people are like Arby's has good curly fries or Arby's has like a good chicken wrap or whatever. That's all true. But the central item, the thing that they decided this is going to be our thing is roast beef. And roast beef just has a weird place in American culture. Like it's not it's not a thing people eat all that often. It's not a thing people make all that often. It's like weird. It's that kind of like in between where it's like fancy, but also kind of gross at the same time. It's like 80s or 60s fancy, I should say. <laughs> yeah, if I if I gave you the cue of summer like Arby day. Should, Arby should sell aspic, right? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah or jell- mm-hmm. like jello with meat in it. Yeah, like you're totally right. Like Arby's but, but that's why I think That's why I think they've pivoted to- <laughs> I made a hand gesture have- there and I'm so happy y'all can't see it. <laughs> I mean, listeners at home, all these people had to see it here on the call. I think that's why they pivoted to we have the meats. Don't worry about which one. We have other meats. Don't get bogged down. Right. We have multiple kinds of meats. Because for a while in the 90s, the only direction Arby's could go was, would you like more roast beef? (laughs) And (laughs) would you like shit on top of it? That's it. At one point, they were like, how would you like a full pound of roast beef with with moist with, cheddar like, movie sauce theater over it. cheese sauce? Yes. Yeah. Like, no, no, a ladle they... of cheese, a spurt of cheese. I remember, yeah, this was <laughs> our, <laughs> our rotation uh, at at our household was like, yeah, we're gonna get you know pizza once a week, we're gonna get Taco Bell once a week, we're gonna get the Arby's five for five once a week, and it's like yeah, sure. we weren't living large, but like. I don't know. Me and my little sister, we were happy with that. Yeah. I, I, admire, I admire Arby's so much for actually exploring the envelope of how much beef Americans will not eat. They finally hit that envelope. They, they, they pushed it and they pushed it. And it was finally somewhere like, would you like a two pound meat sandwich? Like, no, no, this is too much meat. But like the earlier point, the point at which they started expanding horizontally and not vertically was like, I, 
Arby's was a frequent stop for us in the nineties because like when I had to pick my brother up from football practice and I was on my way home from like ballet or whatever, he would always want to go to Arby's because that is where he could get the most protein crammed into his body for his allowance. Sure. And at the time, Arby's fuck lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) At the time they had some kind of like very, I remember being entirely acceptable, like very nineties, like chicken sandwich, chicken salad sandwich situation. And yeah, I, I don't actually know where the great Arby's disconnect came, but I don't ever remember it being like particularly standout-ish in the pantheon of, of fast foods as a 90s baby. I will say this. Arby's is, I would argue, the fast food that most feels like as you're eating it, you're going to choke and die. Every, every bite of an Arby's roast beef sandwich has that moment of like, oh God, this is the one. So, this is Ryan, that's what the mellow yellow is for. And the cheese sauce. That, that's what the Jamocha shake is for. It's to subdue, Grandma to subdue the sandwich. Grandma ashamed of you right now. There's, a, there's an old Thor where Loki is disguised as a sandwich and somebody's about to eat it and fists pop out from the side and start walloping him, right? And that's what every Arby's sandwich Arby's, is. we have the fists. Yeah, it's going to punch back. Okay, so get ready. Um, Spencer, can I ask you a question that you're not prepared for? Please. So the other day, you tweeted a tweet about jeans-based cage fighting, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And it made me wonder this. What is the sport that if somebody showed up to it wearing jeans, you would think, oh shit, they must be very good at this. And what is the sport that if somebody showed up wearing jeans, you would think, oh shit, they must be very bad at this. Wimbledon. Which one? Yeah, which one? The first. Wimbledon. All right. So I'm assuming it's white jeans because it's Wimbledon. Oh, of course. White jeans, red trainers. Okay. So if somebody showed up in white jeans at Wimbledon, you would think, holy shit, they must be fucking awesome. at I, We're screwed. I don't actually know that Andre Agassi didn't do this. I can't say okay. it. Yeah. Okay. What? No. What's the, what's the poll? All right. Sorry to jump in. I just had no, that immediate. That's a good answer. That's a Y'all very please, good answer. Spencer, please continue. If I saw an Olympic swimmer roll up in a pair of jeans like big i don't mean little ones i mean like Junkos. the bag if you showed up in juncos right if you showed up in a pair of juncos and got up on the podium i'd be like get out of the pool it's already over i have you a sub question be- how do you how did you decide which vowel to add after the j <laughs> yeah i always thought it was jinkos i have no idea jinkos yeah i've heard it jinkos as well Jinkos, okay. I like Junkos because you get to say. Let's Junkos. go Jonkos. I l- Jonkos, that's better. <laughs> Made by John. Oh, what about boys? Jankos? Because there's clearly Jank- something wrong with your pants. Jankos are off-brand Jonkos. Hands this off my a- Junkos. <laughs> this is a this is a legitimate. We have qu- the Jinks. <laughs> um, who wait, is? Wait, wait, could we be seeing a brand resurrection for Jinkos as Olympic training devices? Like instead of the weights that sure. divers use to help them tread water. Just like swim, it's a it's guns. a resistance parachute for your legs. Right, right. Okay, so my question is: Katie Ledecky is routinely finishing races half the pool ahead of her competition. Correct. Could she beat the rest of her competition on a global level wearing an enormous pair of Jonkos? No, no. I think no. I think the answer is no. It's just too hard. It's too much. Now the question is: Could she beat one of us? Let's take Easily. Spencer out. Spencer can't swim. That's not no, fair. I, very slow. Spencer can walk. 
That's true. Along the edge of the pool. Sure. Um, yeah, I think like an average swimmer, I, I think an average swimmer wearing a bathing suit would get smoked by Katie Ledecky wearing Junkos. <laughs> now, the one where if somebody pulls up wearing jeans yeah. to this particular athletic event, and I am if certain. If Spencer has a jet ski and Katie Ledecky is wearing Junkos. Ledecky by a length. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to crash that jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> It's more, uh, it's more hindrance than help, I think. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Don't be fooled. I, <laughs> the sport where if somebody rolls up with a pair of jeans and I, then I have to say. Oh, wait, by that same token, water polo. Like what if the USC men's team comes out in I'd, fucking jeans? I would be terrified the whole time that they were going to drown. Like that would be no, too man, much No, man, they're going to drown you. Yeah. I think yeah, if it's USC, those guys Drown gonna... fit. They're going to come out in khakis and polos. I think yeah. it, all polo, all water polo players have to wear polos now. Yes. Yeah, that's actually right. what it was named for the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, as, now as we all know the sport. Every that, podcast is somebody's first podcast. So let's let's explain the history of water polo. The sport where I go, oh, that person's going to die. Any skiing event, the, especially cross country. No, oh, yeah. man. Have that's you ever seen? For. Yeah. You man. haven't been skiing enough, man. You haven't seen enough people skiing in jeans. It's a scene, especially out west. I, I know that there's a certain level of expertise granted the Western and or West Virginian skier who shows up in jeans. That person's going through all three catch fences on the third turn of the downhill. Why, That's what's happening. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> that person is blowing out both ACLs and flying off the mountain. That is what's going to happen. We need to do winter sports disasters so I can talk about falling off a ski lift because I was having a spitting contest. <laughs> It sounds like you won, though. Um, I mean, the, the sport where jeans most improves your aptitude, of course, would be pro wrestling. Stone Cold mm, John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I rest yeah, my yeah. case. I think yeah. cycling is the one where if somebody showed up in jeans, I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my, gonna... just, just the chafing alone. Like, I would be most worried for that person. I would not think they were great at what they were. That's about. an android. Like, I would think that this is a person whose lower body has been replaced with some sort of mechanical situation. I would start a fire. I would like one one of the lesser basketball teams in the Olympics this year to play the United States. In oh, Japan. like USA? Canada. <laughs> yes. Oh. Canada or Australia. Come yes. out of play in jeans. Yes. I think that would be great to just go out and be like, we have no illusions of winning. Junkos. Medal, but we're going to, but we're going to wear jeans. So you can't feel good about it. That's like, so, like Eastern Europeans showing up in like, <laughs> target jeans that they found smoking. No, I want, and bronze I want to watch, metal. Bronze metal. I want to watch some, I want to watch some uh some former yugoslav republic you know just pick yeah. one i want to watch them compete in the warm-ups that they never take off because they're like track suit right like uh, we just beat you in an adidas track suit oh yeah, they're track hurdles oh god oh <laughs> the stretching <laughs> the okay wait one? hear me out hear yeah. me out yeah combination of rhythmic gymnastics and hurdles where like the jeans are your prop and you have to get them to flare out over the hurdle. You're describing I'm Jason basically Bourning? inventing people. I'm basasically inventing people dressage. Okay, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's okay. Um, the other chase. one, people which, chase. People chase. And I don't have a good reason for this. It's it's entirely psychological. Well, now, people chase is what we should call the most dangerous game when we finally get it to the Olympics. If somebody showed up for um, 
fencing wearing jeans, I'd be like, they must, they're really fucking good at fencing. That's Trust Jean-Claude me. Van Damme. Trust me, they're is. really fucking good at fencing. Don't yeah, fencing. A, a kickboxing, a kickboxer in jeans, yes. like don't be fooled, buddy. Yes. <laughs> Those yes. are actionable real world skills. Yeah. Like some Benedict um, Cumberbatch looking dude rolls up to the fencing Olympics. Like what I, I guess what I'm saying is we should have a whole, I know this is the thought we're all having as the Olympics are going super well right before they get going. We should have the Olympics in normal athletic wear and we should have jeans Olympics. Jeans Olympics. <laughs> where we do all of the same events, but you do them in jeans just to see how that goes. Ken, um, what about bodybuilding? This is no more of a grotesque. Bodybuilding. <laughs> bodybuilding in <laughs> jeans would be fucking great. Well, because you're graded on how do you look. We can't oh, see. Oh, what if your jeans are in the like, way? Well, no, I want to see how, like, I see how good those jeans out of these jeans. Yeah, yeah. turn around. Let's see those yes. jeans. Yes, pop out of them jeans. <laughs> and instead of the national anthem, we replace it with those jeans. Yes. I was just thinking. Oh, I've got it. I was just thinking of somebody yeah, running. Hands over hearts and those jeans. <laughs> hands over butts. Just, yeah. Yes. Excuse me. I was just thinking of somebody running a full triathlon in a pair of heavy ass jeans. Swimming, biking, and running. Yeah. Oh, but like that final leg. Swimming first. Like... Swimming first. And then uh, running. Ryan is right in that it's totally situational <laughs> because biathlete in jeans, that mm-hmm. is terrifying. That's yep. terrifying. But triathlete, you just <laughs> I just want I want you to imagine the last stretch exposed sunstreaked road some dude shirtless just in the bib but with the jeans dragging on him and you hear the announcer go yeah you know tom i think those jeans are really killing him right now i just i really want the swimming and then the running because like that's a (laughs) fucking nightmare in any garment (laughs) y'all know you we have all experienced the thing of trying to put on jeans after swimming right like jeans in a post lake situation or Mm -hmm. a sweaty locker room and what if they're what if you have to put on the jeans like even if you were just swimming normally and then you had to put on a pair of jeans and run fresh jeans. well, well sure because you'd maybe you that's wouldn't the wear your, olympics yeah you wouldn't want to wear your up. swimming jeans to run you'd need mm-hmm. to switch to your running jeans See, that's how i'd prep that's how i'd prep for my ufc fight by the way in the locker room beforehand somebody would go let me get your legs and they'd get my legs wet and then they'd go put on these jeans put on like, these- ah, fight on my Life. Oiling your legs so you can get the tightest <laughs> jeans. I have I have three words: jeans, high dive. <laughs> because you're gonna watch somebody do the high dive, and then you're going to watch them climb the high dive with wet jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so heavy. <laughs> That's the Jinkos one, because like it might form a parachute, <laughs> and then you're you're wrestling against you know breeze. <laughs> You've gone sideways. Reorient. It would sound like you dropped a car into the water. You've blown into the crowd. <laughs> you hate to I was, see that. I was trying to well, think of... there was minimal splash, at least. <laughs> I was trying to think of ones where, like, I'm pretty sure they already compete in jeans, like yeah. curling and archery. And then I realized there's one that doesn't match at all, but for some reason inspires an inexplicable terror in me. It, like Ryan, you're right. This creates like a lizard brain level fear. If I saw somebody like step up to the starting line and get ready for, I have two here, uh, and get ready for either speed skating or yep. trampoline. Yep. Yep. Like, especially if the trampoliner is a dude. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You're not um, coming back from that. I am assuming whoever is speed skating in jeans is also smoking while doing it. 
in Dutch. Big Dutch. <laughs> they could they could totally do that. I um oh rowing. <laughs> rowing because oh. rowing combines like the Fuck. constant motion of cycling with the water no, element. Somebody would just quit due to testicle torque, yeah. right? They would just be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> he's been hit the squeeze. He hit the squeeze, boys. He's out. <laughs> okay, we're actually gonna this is something I wanted to talk about later in the show. Uh, but Thomas Kaiser, Thomas D. Kaiser on Twitter raised the notion of uh what might happen if we would have if we were asked to counter program the Olympics? And I think he just answered that question. Uh, so thank you, Thomas. But the tweet itself, I thought was very thought provoking because uh, he said they won't cancel it this late. But I'd fucking laugh my ass off if NBC has to come up with 19 days of alternate content. Jeans Welcome Olympics. to the 2020 summer jeans Olympiad. 2020. 2020. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So if that happens, NBC. We have Call solved us. the problems for you. We will just need a, a large As supply. Usual. Just buy one mall and we'll be good. Just and genuine. We, like, like Holly mentioned, we will need genuine. To perform the <laughs> opening ceremonies. <laughs> okay, wait. Sorry. Last one. Last one. Jeans mm-hmm. Olympics because I forgot it was an Olympic sport now. Surfing. Love, fucking love it. Like Point Break yeah. proves jeans surfing is the ultimate surfing. Also crime. Yeah. Also, I think you suffer a large demerit. Oh, the the waves took his jeans. Yep. That's I, would gonna... feel, <laughs> yep. I would feel a lot safer personally doing a luge or a bobsled type situation. It's protective. Jeans. Yeah. Yeah. I should. I would do that in just like a jean onesie. Oh, that might actually be a value add. Jeans ice hockey. Fuck the '80s vibes on that are Canada. Oh, Can you imagine? Again, we go back to like the Eastern Bloc. If like the Slovak women's team comes out and they're all wearing like carpenter cargo pants. Yeah. I just. I just. Fuck I no. just put my stick. I would down. quit. Win. I would Win. lay down and quit. On Holly, the I think you just. Uh, uh, Invented the winter version, so the summer Olymp- our summer Olympics are jeans. Mm. Winter is cargs. All yes. sports and cargo. Cargs. You can wear cargo oh. shorts. You can wear cargo shorts if you want to decrease the fabric, but your legs are going to be a little. But you chilly. have to level the playing field by having hammer loops on both sides of your body that your opponent can grab in any sport. It just and it just, hammers. It's just very yes. hard for anybody to tell me that we are bad at business when we have just developed. The Gene Olympics so easily. We've made a lot. Of, we've made a lot of business models this year. Yeah, a full one hundred year plan for the Olympics <laughs> right here. It's you know what? It's been a while since I've sung it, so I think it's time. Because speaking of business, podcast business, podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business. It's a business, and it's wearing jeans. Oh God, they're so hot! I can't breathe. I don't want to be here all the time. You might. Oh, uh, we got that tiger's jeans, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got a birthday in the house. It's it's the full cat's Where birthday. I don't know. I Naturally, him. we need him around. He's never. He's not here when we want him. No. And he'll be here the minute we try to do a tender. He's quiet. not always here. Oh, you I call. just heard the bell. So the full cat and his sister podcat ain't played nobody are eleven today. Congratulations to them both. And if you would like to celebrate this, I can think personally of no better way than visiting preownedairboats.com and purchasing a fine uh, coffee or other beverage mug with the full cat's face on it. Lovingly made for you by Ryan Nanny. Um, 
Jason and Spencer, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you because uh, while the two of you were enjoying a fine weekend with your families mm-hmm. in, in various parts of, of our great nation, um, Ryan had a little business incident over the weekend with the full cast store that I bore witness to. And no, it's not the misprinted Mid-South Airlines mugs. It's something different. And I'm going to have Ryan tell you guys about our little weekend business adventure with the full cast merch store again, available at preownedairboats.com. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the exact email that I received. All right. Uh, so I'm going to run it back a little bit. Uh, I'm going to, no, I've got, I've, I've got it right here. I'm good. Oh, Oh, welcome. Right. Welcome. This is a, this is an email I received um, from a uh, listener named Scott. And I want to emphasize that this is, this is not a bit. This is real. No, no. This is a real I thing. Thought, it is I also thought I was really being the cat's birthday. Uh, this is the email. Hello, shutdown full store. I am disappointed to report that the Mid-South Airlines mug I ordered from the full store was not delivered. Instead, I received a bottle of some type of prescription pills <laughs> <laughs> that appear to be intended for a lady who lives in Memphis. This reader lives in Oxford, Mississippi. The pills and a receipt were in the package with the shutdown full store return address on the label. I attached the photos of the package and its contents below. Please tell me what I should do to fix this mix up. Um, the pills. First of all, we yeah. checked. The pills are bladder medication. They are bladder medication. Yeah. And indeed, this listener received through some baffling capitalist expression of the full cast hate some lady's bladder pills instead of a coffee mug memphis bladder pills i don't know how this happened we have we are we are working on alleviating the situation uh by providing uh our our friend scott a new a mug not a new mug because again he received prescription pills for somebody else uh and Scott, Which I didn't even know it was a thing we could order. I didn't know that was possible. I just so I missed I, the pharma portal on the shutdown full store. I guess what I'm saying is think of your purchase on the full store as kind of a random object generator. Are you most likely going to get a sticker, a postcard, a mugs, something like that that's on the store? Statistically, yes. yes so far. But but you might get pills. That's what what I'm add, to, add to each item likeliest item is <laughs> we all we have on sale are uh, our loot boxes i just we haven't even had this store open for a week and within that time frame somebody already got shipped somebody else's pills from so memphis this, this this woman in memphis has received a mug that makes no sense i would assume <laughs> Um, yeah. her, na- her name's Carol. Hi, Carol. We're sorry, real Carol. sorry about this. Sorry for what's happened. I don't. So think yeah. That, um. If yeah. and and we don't know if this was a USPS mislabeling, if there was a barcode that was misscanned, or if our fulfiller is sharing like a shipping facility. Sure. With with somebody else, all by way of saying, if y'all get something weird with our return address on it, take pictures and send it to us because we yeah. kind of want to see where this goes. Please, yeah. unless it's narcotics. I will also say. Not to narc them out, when I when I told the fulfiller that this had happened, their first response was, "Oh, we'll send them a new mug," and I was like, "And what of the prescription <laughs> pills?" Also, you never sent them an old mug, but proceed. <laughs> there was a gun in my mug. Oh, I we'll just, send you a new mug. I just <laughs> also happened in Memphis. 
the universe has given me so many signs that I should stop doing this show and everything associated with it, and I refuse to listen. No, 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 Look, they're sending a new mug, so they're sending new pills as well, right? I hope so. I don't that know. A, that guy, that guy played goalie for Bayern Munich, by the way, in like 1987. Memphis Blatter Pills. Memphis Blatter Pills. <laughs> with just one, with just one L. Yeah, with Blatter just one L. Yeah. Blatter Pills Memphis with the same Bayern Munich. I'm gonna get you a custom Bayern jersey that says Blatter Pills. B l a d r p i l s with. Yeah, you just watch. You buy that for me, and I'll wear it. And some German dude will go like, Ah, you know Blatter Pills, second best goalie ever. Anyway, welcome to our business meeting. I just I wanted you guys to find out about this where I could see both of your faces. I, wow. I just <laughs> But Ryan called you were gone. Ryan calls me. He's like it's like there's a fuck up from the full cast store and it wasn't even my fault. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, pre pre-owned airboats.com. Go ahead, get yourself a mug. Who knows maybe, what might show up? Maybe a mug. Almost statistically, you're likely to get what you ordered. I, I would think, also. Um, I mean, this is about this as is, effective a healthcare plan as anyone has. The full cast. This is maybe the greatest possible demonstration of us never having told a joke on this. Show. That one. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go ahead. Also, while we're tooting our own horn, um, I believe we have crossed <laughs> the three million listens mark from uh, since we switched to uh, IMG Learfield. Woo! That is three million downloads in less than one year. We so, can be bought if you're interested in that yeah so th- thanks everybody especially hey thank you surfer we don't get hey, thank you enough uh the numerology at this moment which is uh on on the evening of early evening of tuesday july 20th is three million thirty three thousand one 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 wow Ooh, i like that's that. solid so that's that's yeah. one trinity for each of us and then uh an additional trinity uh at the end mm-hmm that's another three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe we also have uh, various uh, Patreon subscriptions. Uh, J- we got a lot of we've, you know, we've. It's enough time that we've we've spent enough time making up a lot of business models, and now we finally made some businesses. Mm-hmm. And I say finally because uh, you and I were last, as usual. Uh, but congrats to us. We were on time. Spencer, wrote, by the time y'all get this episode, you should be able, if you are subscribed at 26nicks.com, you should be able to read a delightful piece from Spencer on Shohei Otani, uh, who is a baseball player that I'm aware of. Yeah, he hits dingers, and that's all that matters. Just whops, whops the hell out of the ball. Just a just an absolute, absolute slammer. And uh, you can subscribe to that at channel six. Link is in uh, my bio on Twitter. Holly's bio is at channel dash six dot ghost io it is subscription you gotta pay and you should because it's good shit uh speaking of paying for good shit jason i'm feeling the faith i'm feeling the fire <laughs> we got a, we got a fresh vbs episode up in the in mm-hmm. the last week did we not yeah we did um so first on the on the patreon front let us remind the listener of the moon crew patreon which leads to the discord where basically everything that we do and several of our friends do uh we gather there to commune and discuss um 
it'll be extra, extra fun when sports get back rolling. I say acknowledging there are sports happening right now, but you know, we, we're talking about jeans Olympics and college football. Um, but really people in there talk about sports all day long, like so much soccer talk and uh, car talk so forth. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's $3 a month for a social network that I would say is better than Twitter. I, I like barely ever look at Twitter these days and it's, it's pretty awesome. I gotta say. Um, also the vacation Bible school podcast, we have a Patreon of our own. We have started a monthly book club on there. We gather on uh, zoom, maybe discord, but there are invites in there. Um, we just read Jesus and John Wayne by Kristen Kobes Dumay, a book about how uh, toxic Christian masculinity has been going for a century. And, uh, basically explains everything about this country um then we're going to do a little palate cleanser read something a little a little lighter and happier next time around there's some other stuff on that patreon as well um a few ex- a few exclusive episodes to go along with our main canon free episodes uh yeah i think those are my only two patreons <laughs> I, can i encourage people to also check out the split zone duo patreon not be listen those plucky kids listen content i'm not here to talk about the content what i am here to talk about is how that's good uh, it's inexcusable they're (laughs) they're they're getting close to a thousand a thousand patrons i need them to hit that number so that from then on alex and richard can be out of touch media elites who don't understand what the rest of us are going are dealing with and are not really in tune with college football then it'll just y'all be like, Godfrey keeps having kids, so y'all better subscribe to this thing. Here's yeah. here's these New York DC fat cats coming in trying to tell you about college football when they're you know just living off their tens of thousands of dollars. So please go subscribe to SCD so we can make that a reality. Thank you. That's very good. Being a fat cat sounds like a pretty good life. Work for Garfield. I will only describe fat cats as actual fat cats. Look at this fat cat with this plush fur on his little snuggle tree that he sleeps in all day. It's much better than being a lean cat. Dreaming, dreaming of rats. We have a lean um, cat. She's, she's outside like 23 hours a day. She like pops in for like a snack and a snuggle and then she's back to work. We see ooh, her. You got a barn like, cat. Oh, she goes all over the neighborhood. We'll see her like two streets over that way. That like she's claimed the whole neighborhood. She's tiny and paranoid, so nothing is ever going to catch her. So, she so takes, that's that's she one takes, plus. She takes murder on the road. That's how aggressive she is. Yeah, murder. I mean, so, so I'm just I, it, one word in defense of lean cats is uh they can escape anything. I guess that's fair. That's a good point. That and uh, I think we've covered everything there is to cover as far as uh as far as internal podcast business this is a very successful segment well done (laughs) um we have a lot of business we do it's a lot of business y'all we got what we got we got peanut butter jelly sandwiches to buy and make for 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 the kids we got you know treats to make for fat cats everybody no shame in that. That's me sending a fat cat high five to server through the chat. I assume I assume Spencer has just revealed that his budget process is consists of peanut butter, jelly, bread, give up. Business model. Give up on Please all the Please help me. My family items. is dying. Yeah. Spencer makes a solid dad lunch, actually. I am master of the dad lunch. What's, I've been eating lunch with the nephews while we just in like the like what's your the, the short idea? order the short order shit like he's always got like a quality fruit and veggie chop side mm. like fruit veggie chop side 
sandwich done with like you gotta put a little something extra on the sandwich right Mm -hmm. it's a peanut butter and jelly you toast it right Mm -hmm. sure use the use the good jelly you make sure that it's cut on the diagonal if they like that right you position it just so on the plate so it doesn't look haphazard (laughs) it looks like somebody cared to make you your low effort lunch okay it's what you wanted you wanted a low effort lunch but i gave it to you with the utmost care and precision that's what the dad airlines won't do that the airlines won't do that no way. You don't want a LaGuardia lunch. That that to me, lunch is a oh. failure if it looks like something you'd eat at LaGuardia. <laughs> Maybe eating at LaGuardia is the mistake in the first place. Going but to yeah. LaGuardia. Going, yeah, LaGuardia existing. Going anywhere all. that LaGuardia either connects to in any way. Yeah. I know somebody who was on a flight this week and, and, and came back for SEC Media Days, which is, please imagine Sam Pittman in paradise. Imagine, imagine the Arkansas coach, robust, probably a good ruddy, you know, the color of a, the color of a cured ham out there on the beach, zero sunscreen on, not a care in the world and posting that. Yeah. He found the swimming hogs of the Bahamas. Man, that looks soothing as hell. I would love to go swim with some pigs. The swimming hogs, you know, I think they're the, what the pigs do is they swim out to the boats and get shallow treats. water, shallow water, some paddle pigs. <laughs> they're, by the way, of course, hogs being indestructible creatures, excellent swimmers, buoyant and superb swimmers who kind of just turn the nose up like a, like a snorkel and just go for it. Like as if they weren't unkillable enough, they can just swim for like miles through the water. Oh, uh, yeah. they go out and when the floods come, the pigs will survive. Pigs will survive everything, right? They'll they'll survive everything except an SEC West schedule. Am I right? Am I right? It's hurtful. It's hurtful. It's me. Yeah, but it, with the hashtag turn turn that damn jukebox on, which I'm pretty sure this is the only time that this has been used. Uh, yeah, the only time the only person to use it is is Sam Pittman or an Arkansas guy. So that's their official hashtag. They are beautiful, robust-looking hogs, though. Honestly, these hogs look healthier and better taken care of than a lot of people I know. Sam Pittman is in this picture. He's hard to see, but he's there. And his skin <laughs> appears to be made of footballs. <laughs> no, that's wait, what we wait, want wait. to see. Have to that's what we like. Again. You know, he is the ultimate. No, he is the ultimate coach because he is actually made of football. Yeah, literally a football. Coach guy. Sam Pigskin. Like, I think this is what if you took the Ninja Turtles shells off oh see i i recognize the i recognize the the wife to the left of him as a person because she's got a hat on sure but he just kind of looks like a a large statue he could be mistaken for like a rock or a graven idol yes well i think uh, on first viewing you think oh arkansas has a new commitment so he's he went on google and he typed pigs near beach and he big beach no that's not what happened no yeah no (laughs) He swam with the pigs, which I just looked up how the pigs got there. And uh, the, the official story from the Bahamas itself is that uh, maybe there was a shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Bahamas writing Muppet Treasure Island into actual human history. That's right. That's right. Sometimes right. they dress up in costumes and sing Cabin Fever. This boat maybe? had pigs Who knows? and Tim Curry. This makes me realize that when Arkansas has a spread offense, what they're using is pigs in space. <laughs> Fuck. They, they really were. Uh, Not that they ever do that, but. 
I, I got nothing. My mind's just blown. The other thing somebody brought to our attention, which I believe deserves that attention, is that Cisco uh, revealed... This was Broken Caveman. Yes, Broken Caveman. On Twitter, who asked for this breakdown. Yeah, we're going to talk about it, because when asked about the real-life inspiration for the Thong song, which, to my mind, may be a top 10 American song ever in the American songbook. It's like Cole Porter, Willie Nelson. Why just American? And uh, Cisco. It's right there. Um, and KV sent us a KV sent us a clip of, I believe this was 2017. Oh, we're coming up on the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're, we're coming up on the anniversary. This is an in-style in 2017. Uh, when Claire Stern asked, is there a real life inspiration behind the thong song? And then Cisco giving the inspiration said, and man, what a scene setter. It was a cold winter's night. It laughs. Well, that's because you haven't let the dragon out. I don't remember if it was winter time or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I had a date with a young lady and I must have done something right over the course of dinner because I got treated to a more intimate gathering later on. We started to get all hot and heavy. She got undressed and lo and behold, I see something I'd never seen before. This article of clothing. It was one of the most glorious things I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, what are you wearing? And she said, oh, this old thing? It's a thong. I think that was when my hair turned blonde. It was like in the Ten Commandments when Moses went to go see the burning bush and came back down and his head was silver. I don't remember the rest of the night because I was under the spell of said material. I was shell-shocked. Sounds like a transformative experience. <clears throat> More Cisco. She already had the cake, but she put the icing on it with the thong. That cemented it. I immediately went home to start writing the song and called my boys up. I saw something yesterday. Gather around. I'll tell you. Please, I just want to take a second and point out that Cisco saw a butt and then called everybody to tell him he had seen he, a butt. He, he called a meeting. He, I'm sure I mean, Cisco had he's... seen a butt before. Can you get on a Zoom call so we can discuss the butt? I assume he's younger when this happened, right? Yes. Okay. He I mean, do been. you remember, do you gentlemen remember at what age you became cognizant of thongs? Well, there there was a song about them. <sighs> yeah, were... I, I suspect it was <laughs> not prior oh, well. to the Oh, has Cisco moved the generational needle on this for I, millennials? Yeah. Yes. I think Cisco actually had a big bang effect where I can't remember a universe before them. Interesting. <laughs> like Cisco happened and now I can't remember them not existing. I think uh, I was I was probably what year did the song come out? Like 90 97 or so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've certainly never seen one in real life by then. 98 99 is what it says. Okay. Everybody leaned in and I told them there's this new underwear girls are wearing and it's called a thong. It was like the fellowship of the ring. Everybody was like, it ties into the show. We got to go out and hunt for the one thong. They literally left in that moment. Like that's the break. Like they all just left. So according to this, what Cisco is describing, perhaps in his, I'm not, I'm not sure his Tolkien aptitude, perhaps in his mind, what he is describing is Frodo's fellowship, but hunting for the ring is the task of the Nazgul sent by Sauron. So what we have here is Witch King Sisko leading the hunt for the ring. Who fells the Witch King, of course, is Eowyn. And a thong, I assume, beneath her battle armor. Because mm-hmm. because what's the whole point of her felling the Witch King? She to, am no man. Yes, yeah. to fulfill the prophecy. Of, Not that dudes can't wear thongs. Well, sure. As Sisko reveals in this interview himself, mm-hmm. 
he was he was uh, uh, uh there was some challenge for some show he had to wear a mankini and he said yes i did it so cisco himself approves of the male thong um it's an excellent does, time for the full cat to show up as the defeated be. witch king does as well beneath his mm -hmm. scary black cloak there is this a also this also tracks because the thong song charted number one in the u.s and in the uk on the r&b charts the only other country where it hit number one new zealand See, <laughs> there we go. What is it? What is the purpose of donning a thong but to slay? It only hit you... 20 in Italy, which shows you how aggressively horny Italy is. It's not even It's like, oh, this is a kid's kid song. Even, I don't want to listen to this. Play this at the Starbucks. Jesus, what is it? My first communion? Hey, no, I knew it all. No, I knew it all. <laughs> ah. That's I just imagine the top ten Italian songs on any Italian pop chart are all contain the word nude. All yes, of them. Correct. Can you confirm? I will not. I, re no. I refuse to do this. Uh the, the conclusion of the story is a few days later, my cousin kid burst through the door. I thought there was a fire or somebody got hit by a car, and he was like, I was with this girl last night. Guess what she gave me? And I quote, that thong, the thong, thong, thong. We burst out laughing. Then we laughed all the way to the bank. For the she record, gave it to I, him. I, I, as a trophy, a memento. Like his, yeah, like, here you go. There you know you what go, I did? Man. You know what I bet they did? I bet they just traded, right? Oh, like, like soccer oh, players, like, like exchanging jerseys. Yeah. Good game. <laughs> I will go. give you these boxer shorts. <laughs> they're Tommy Hilfiger's. I guarantee. If it was Joe 97, boxer? right? Oh, this is if they're Cisco, they're boxer like gold okay. lace boxers. Come on now. Mm. <laughs> I have Drew Hill boxers. <laughs> These are rush hour boxers. They're For uh, pre-owned yeah. airboats, we have Drew Hill boxers <laughs> available. If you order okay, them, you'll receive a uh, Mid-South Airlines mug, unfortunately. Can we make Broken Arrow the movie boxers? Yes. Thong Song did not win the Grammy for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance. Well, clearly it should have won the Oscar is the point. Because it's a visual. It, uh, it was beaten by D'Angelo untitled well, so okay. that's fair uh, yeah. that's fair yeah, although fair. i will tell you as long as it as long as it's being kept in the extended full cast universe yeah i can't really i can't really think of a vocal performance that i could describe as ready to fight god more than than the thong song cisco sings it like he is about to like an anime theme where they're about to fight an entire planet that's the way cisco sings that song i have never been more convinced of anyone's passion for anything like they're like, oh yeah, man. Like, what about Pavarotti doing like Nessa Dorma? And I'm like, second place. So second place to Cisco's passion for the thong. He describes the experience as uh, like Moses coming down from Sinai. So when Moses was on Sinai, of course, um, God says, "All right, I'm gonna. You're gonna take a look at me for real. You're gonna see me for real. You can't look at my face though. So I'm gonna turn around." <laughs> so I think Cisco was correct that Moses did see that thong, 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 thong up there on Mount Sinai. Saw God's butt cheeks it's in the bible look it up well this is a good yeah, time this is, this, this well is think good. about the think about the lyrics right the, the lyrics that do not consist of the word thong there's a couple of them you know this thing right here right mm -hmm. is letting all the ladies know but also everybody so, else you know that so, letting all the ladies know what guys talk about because you know there were no lady apostles so we're saying it's now biblically accurate that the Lord I'm was mixing wearing testaments here, and I'm sorry. I need more vacation Bible school. There's la the la Lord ladies, ladies preach all throughout the Bible. 
The problem is man so Moses, it, but continue, right? Well, Moses, but Moses what, are the goes, com- what are the commandments, after all, but a direction towards the finer things in life? Sure. As in the opening stanza of the thong song. So now I'm picturing the Lord uh, meeting Moses, showing him his thong, and also showing him his comfy home field apparel sweatshirt. There you go. God, nail the dismount. Because you know what? You're saying, hey, home field apparel didn't exist in pre-biblical times. Through God, all things are possible. Yeah. How can you say God wasn't wearing the light blue two-lane hoodie when he met with Moses? How is God going to stay snuggly before the sun, asshole? That's right. That's right. Well, time is an illusion, as Einstein taught us, um, and, and which, you know, the, the God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if it's created today, yes, God has it back then. You know which what is, else is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Tennessee My football. baby blue Marquette hoodie after Tennessee like, football, year after year. She was having such a good time. She's mad. She's so mad. But it's relevant. You can't get mad because it's relevant. But that's why I'm going to take it. As a Tennessee native, I will go ahead and tell everybody that, yes, the next in a sweep of SEC East teams who have finally seen the light and signed on to home field apparel is the University of Tennessee Volunteers. I have an exciting note from the website. Um, The the Tennessee is already added in the shop dropdown. You click on it, it says 404 page not found. That makes sense because they're not actually available yet. However, what a a metaphor for Tennessee Volunteers football. They're kind of here, but not really. And also... Trouble in Atlanta. Also, yeah. 404, no. 404, that's kind of a 500 record. Yeah. Four, four and four in SC. Actually, that'd be pretty good. Four um, and four in I, SEC play. As I was fucking saying, the other thing <laughs> that is the same yesterday, today, and forever is my baby blue Marquette hoodie after it's been through the wash 10 or 12 times. Yeah. Still snugly. Extremely comfortable. Ryan. Oh, sorry. But Holly, you and I, you and I have seen a little preview of what's coming out for the Tennessee stuff. You did. We spoke of this a few weeks ago on the show. The Lady Vol shirt in this collection is the one that Ryan texted me uh, as I was driving back from a rafting trip, and I almost drove off the road. Yeah. Uh, don't look at your phone when you're driving unless it involves home field apparel. You'll be protected in the event of any motor vehicular crashes by the snuggliness of the sweatshirt fleece surrounding you. Ryan is on this call and he's my attorney. So I can say that. That's right. Homefieldairbag.com. Um, you can get 20% off your first purchase at Homefield Apparel when you use offer code FULLCAST. They don't just have uh, Tennessee. They've got Kentucky. They've got Vanderbilt. They've got are there, uh, Missouri. They yeah, don't... all the lesser luminaries of the SEC East. If you want to be an SEC East weirdo, is what I'm saying. If you want to be a confusing SEC East fan, Homefield Apparel has you hooked up. You can even, like, I don't know, you could probably colorably claim San Diego State is in the SEC East, right? Yeah, yeah you're going to need State a red and black. It's actually about to be supplanted as my favorite charcoal crew, crew neck. And when y'all see this Tennessee sweatshirt that drops on Saturday, you will understand what I mean. I mean, I think you're going to need a red and black SEC East team in there at some point. Like, sure. imagine being the last SEC East team to join the home, field, home field collective. What's Talk about getting a 404. So, yeah, I mean, the, 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 SEC East, about, the SEC East like going teams. 40 years between national titles. Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri, San Diego State, UCF. That's the SEC East right there. Speaking of which, did y'all see, uh, did y'all see Kirby today uh, at Media Day's? talking about the vaccine 
Oh no. Uh, I know. Uh, I Tony know that. Barnhart. Yeah. Uh, I got a quote from Tony Barnhart here saying that Kirby said uh, 85% of his team is fully vaccinated and we are not going to stop here for once. We are hoping that Georgia finishes the goddamn drill on this one. Also job. really surprised to see Kirby submitting to basic medical care. Like as long as way. they don't, t- as long as they don't touch his hair. That's mm. the main thing. No danger there. This is for me. This He's is for here. me and my good friend, fantastic Sam. Where do you want the needle? Not in my hair. That's not my hair. Like, don't touch my hair. They told they told Kirby they were like, "Hey man, you need to take a shot." And he's like, "No, we're running it. We're running it. <laughs> <laughs> Run it in my arm." I um, no, we never want to take a we we never want to take a, a shot downfield. I did see I did see this, and it's my favorite quote from Media Day so that far. That was a really good joke, and it was about butts, and you just trampled on it. I that was good. Teamwork. Acorns.com. Acorns. Hey, I was com. I was gonna wait for a segue. Folks, if you'd like to take a shot at retiring before age two hundred, then you might want to look into acorns.com slash fullcast. The website at which you can go to begin establishing your own savings thing with a five dollar booster pack. Boy, that'll go far by the time you retire at age 200. Um, who knows how many? $5 will turn into a lot over the next 100-something years. Um, so how it works is uh, nickels and dimes off your purchases go into your little investment pile, and then market magic happens. And you can also set it to manually put money in there. Um, mine is over, uh, good gracious, it's over $800. Shit. I could retire right now for several days. I got to check. my. <laughs> let's check my Acorns account. I haven't done this on the show in a minute. As I am on the family plan, I will go ahead and give you the update on how much. Oh my gosh! I got, got four fifty one sixty three in my acorn in my moderately aggressive acorns portfolio. I, my son, my younger son, has somehow now leapt a grand total of forty no fifty dollars, fifty dollars ahead. What? Yeah, yeah. He's now left. What is he's happening? Now, I embezzlement the kids just really good at embezzlement we all have to have a skill it's amazing what happens when you give an eight-year-old unfettered access to your smartphone <laughs> we need look to chart they make this. money can we chart this to see if it's growing exponentially because i feel like it is like it, we actually th- should, like it's yeah. like the industrial revolution uh earth temperature chart right at this point in a month from now it's going to be seven thousand dollars ahead <laughs> how'd that happen and no one's doing anything about it just run away rampant <laughs> i as far as i know the best investment by percentage that i should give you in terms of growth would be to just hand my eight-year-old son your money <laughs> what's he gonna do with it i don't know but it just the, the money line keeps going Spencer's up his younger son to the moon <laughs> that's easy take that bezos i'm going to the moon little diamond hey. hands <laughs> Uh, yeah, so acorns.com family plan. Get one of your own, and you too can watch and see which one of your children is best at financial crimes. Trying to imagine your child rapping as like a wealthy rapper, and it's like diamonds on my neck, diamonds on my grill. What is your favorite airport? Can I tell you about the great Brazilian air disaster? <laughs> yeah. And how many people did it kill? Yeah, there. bang, yes, record it. What we are. Oh, so 
Anyway, it's been like 75 minutes, so let's get around to the show. We have... But let's conclude pre-show. Sherby, <laughs> you want to play the theme song? Right Listen, there? Time, sure. for, time for podcast business two. Gene Slimbix was worth it, all right? Gene Slimbix was important. No, it was. It was. I'm going... This is way better than what we were going to do, which is pretend we're at media days. I'm going to explain the mother boxes now. This will take 45 God. minutes. Oh, shit, yes. God damn it. Mother box. Oh, it's not fair to use that voice when we all have headphones on. So the SEC Media Today's questions, uh, we asked the listeners what you wanted asked at SEC Media Days. Which, to be clear, we're not at. No, we're not at. at that. And all we know about that is that his internet doesn't work. So, so far, we're doing better. He and, is waiting like and, a month though, which helps. And his room appears to have two beds. Very sexy. Oh, Pro No, this was a lengthy hand in the dirt, uh, hand in the dirt argument over the pro move of getting double beds on the road. So you have yeah. like a bed to put all your stuff on yes, 100%. or for Felder calls it an eating bed. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> That's the activity room. And then you go to your bedroom across the <laughs> right, hall. Right. Well, but more importantly, then you throw all the pillows from the, the stuff bed onto the sleeping bed and wow. you have like a little fort. Oh, yeah. no, I, I would do the, the opposite. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a big pillows fan, so I would ah. distribute pillows freely. Server to... is now redistributing. The <laughs> there he's go. doing this live on the podcast. Expertly he is really done. Still want to go. From one still want to go. Other. Got it. Server's got yeah, it tucked into his pants and everything, man. What a pro. Yeah. Um, the. The pro move for me would be to have two beds, keep your luggage on the rack or on the table. And then in the middle of the night when things get a little bit hot, because I'm a hot sleeper. So when things get a little bit hot, just pop into the cold bed over there. I got a cold one. I can pop right over there. Bed number two. Like I've done that. This sounds like you're something that is taken out of the oven and then immediately chilled like a pie (laughs) or an aspic. No, you don't put an aspic in the oven. Or maybe like when you blanch vegetables and you're like, plunge it into yeah, an ice bath. Yeah, yeah, We've already, we've, we got a cold shock this cauliflower. <laughs> like a, yeah, like a steak. You got to let me Feeling great this morning. Got a good blanch. <laughs> <laughs> you do kind of look like you've been parboiled. Thank you. Uh, but we asked you what you sous-vide wanted. Sous vide Spencer Hall. <laughs> Woo pig, sous vide. That's, that's every day. It's every day here. It's uh, hot, y'all. I did want to. I picked this one first because it is it is to me the essence of the simple question that you actually would want asked, but that is just silly enough for us to make stuff up off of. And it is this. It is from Fago Unchained. Says so, would be fascinated to know how each coach takes their steak. Thank you. Thank you for a short, simple, well composed question. Um, mainly because Can't I answer kn- this about Shane Beamer because we don't know where he is or what he looks like. Nope absolutely no clue also i do know he eats meat though but i'm not sure what kind of meat because he eats at arby's mm. the neither is he because again see there i just fell into the arby's slander trap again for no reason i believe kirby smart that's well done there is no way that man does not take his meat near boiled just is there a chance they're all either rare or scalded Hmm. I mean, who eats it rare? That's the thing. Not medium rare, because medium rare is like, you know, they teach you, like, eat your steak medium rare. Eat your steak medium rare. Who's so they? Just, uh, they, the Council of Men. Like, they're just like, hey, you should eat your steak medium rare. That's the man- manly thing to do. Whereas if you're not just taking directions from the Council of Dumb Men, you're like, well, I should try all of them. 
and then see which one I like as opposed to, no, 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 get a martini and you get a steak. Does, do any of you understand what he's talking about? I, in, in, a, in a clumsy way, yes. I get what he is saying about how there is like a certain masculine oriented pressure to be like, listen, if you don't, if your steak's not like, your steak should look like the queen of hearts in there. God damn it. Yeah. I, 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 I do get that. No, I see. I get my steak preferences from my mother, who my mm. grandfather used to tease by saying, like, Nancy, I'll just wave yours over the grill a couple times because she likes like rare, 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 rare. So yeah. I was I, I'm unaware of steak doneness as a masculine construct, I guess. Oh, it's bloody. Yeah. So on the yeah. one hand, you got you have the, the bloody beef and like football guys could like that. On the other, you have, uh, you know, it's it, it it's not it's cooked. been through a lot of stuff. And that's mainly too, right? Like mm. medium. Uh -uh, we don't do things medium here at this mm -mm. program, right? We want to like be Dan rare. Mullen. We want to be rare like champions are. Dan right, Mullen is going to want gonna... a brick of steak, I think. But we're we also want we also want to do things well done. Oh, this is confusing. Exactly. Yeah, no, this so is very confusing do... for the football guy. I'm going to run down the list of SEC coaches one at a time. Mm -hmm. And you guys are going to, because I think, I suspect Jason is right. And we have like a bloody or brick crowd here. Because what are these guys, if not living in extreme? So I'm going to go down the list of the coaches and you guys each uh, give me your snap decision on brick or bloody. How's that? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Sam Pittman, Arkansas Razorbacks. Ryan. Bloody. Jason bloody spencer yeah rare all right uh auburn tigers we're gonna serpentine jason um brian harson he's from way out there uh so i'm gonna go they bloody as they, well that's a lot of state country yeah mm -hmm. spencer bloody ryan i agree yeah bloody all right dan mullen spencer brick brick, brick. ryan brick okay brick that man is like that pizza. man yeah, no, no, no. He has like an addition to being from New Server England. I thought I was making it up when I said the Sabaros in the Hoover Galleria was Dan Mullen's Sabaro. No, it's no. it's brick, and I guarantee you, he's like it takes longer to chew, and that's it's gone. Value. It, the Sabaro's gone. Oh, what pillars of our civilization remain? You're fine. He's only there for okay, four days a year. Now Dan Mullen's on the hot seat. Yeah, Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen's from because New, that's how he gets well done. That's right. He's from New England. And also, he's been sleep deprived for thirty five years. Going, you know, so yeah, he's he, he can't taste anything. All right, Kirby Smart, brick, brick, brick. Ooh, okay, this one could go one of two ways, but again, I suspect it's an extreme. Mark Stoops. Ah, uh, he seems like a steakhouse dude to me. Yeah, and I, I just say that. that because he's kind of ruddy. He just seems like the kind of guys like I want to. Lexington is kind of Indianapolis. -y yeah, in that, in that it is a. State and he's from Ohio, kind of so I'm gonna I'm gonna go bloody. I think he's I think a bloody guy. I think it's small steak, but bloody. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm leaning brick, but I. Okay. I am also leaning brick. Huh. Okay. Like this... I, I feel like he's like. Hey, Mark Stoops, like take he's... us to his steakhouse. Prove it. <laughs> uh, Serber, have y'all interviewed Mark Stoops yet? Oh, she dared ask server a question right, over I, the Wi-Fi. It's like a no. I know. Yeah. Um, Edo, bloody or brick? Bloody. This might be the hardest bloody. one. Yeah. No, because they give the tiger a raw steak, and so he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm as tough as that tiger. You I'm not worthy of the bloody beef. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, Louisiana's like they like to blackened stuff, and this yeah. could I don't I don't know. I mean, like bloody said... is bloody fits the vibe more, but there there mm. are complications. All right, here's one without complications. Here's two in a row without complications. Kiffin, chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah he's the guy he's the guy who when it goes around have, the table they're like i want the porterhouse well i want the porterhouse and kiffin's like oh i i'd, I'd like the chicken oh, yeah, well, they just want the nachos <laughs> yeah. for the table no do you guys have the, the, co- tacos? the coconut shrimp appetizer let me just get no, like this five is, of those do, y'all, do, this is, do you guys have tater tots yeah you guys have, ta- you guys have the tater skins i want dessert first <laughs> He might be. Like, like, can she bring him to me? That girl over there. Could she be the one? <laughs> and you transfer me to her table. I'm gonna sit at the bar, <laughs> swinging his little legs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a California dude too. But I bet he finds. I bet I he's mean, the guy who finds the. What is what is the, what says more California than a TGI Friday's attitude? Yeah, that's it. Uh, y'all want it my way, so go ahead. Give me the give me the kids meal. With uh, the no, I want tots. the I want the loaded potato skins. Yeah. <laughs> Still have those. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> He's also the coach most likely to have an embarrassing vegan face. And I don't think being vegan's embarrassing. But I just like mean, a vegan as in like vaguely white supremacist wellness cult. I like, mean, like vegan as in for one day to impress a woman. And But vocally, he'll be like, yeah, I'm vegan. And three days later, he'll be eating a hamburger. And you're like, vocally, what happened, like, <laughs> vocally like, I am vegan to impress you. Oh, yeah. Yes. How he yes. Says it. No, I, but what if he thinks vegan is a verb? Like, hey, man, are you vegan today? I'm vegan all day. I'm vegan all day. Oh, I ain't nothing like, but pizza for breakfast. Salad. So I'm vegan it for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a broccoli <laughs> with my burger. <laughs> Lane actually strikes me as one of those guys who like has an uncanny ability to tell when you've given him like cauliflower rice. So Lane, like, Lane, talked is this shit? Lane talked about eating at media days. He said he is, he apparently he says he's lost weight or people said he's lost weight. I don't know which. And yeah, that's how we knew he has a girlfriend. People he does the former thing. And they, and they asked, so he's like, passing along secondhand and people told me I lose, I lost weight. He, I don't know. He says he's just, <laughs> stopped. he says he stopped eating and he won't start again until his defense starts playing well. Oh shit! Oh. Gonna get thin. Batman's oh wow! So Gypsy cursed himself. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, damn yep. it! <laughs> Congratulations, Lane. I actually didn't think you had that in you. I thought uh, that I did think he could do to himself. So. Gypsy curse? Yeah. Accident. Oh, accidental. Accidental, accidental okay. self gypsy curse. He's trying to cheated. set up a Roku <laughs> remote and he just does it. He cheated, he cheated, cheated on the gypsy. I think that's right. That's yeah. right. Yes. I'd also like to share a tidbit uh, on Edo from attending SEC media days uh edo asked for a piece of gum from the pack we had on our table chewed it twice then spit it out and put it in the wrapper on the table <laughs> is that how he brushes his teeth <laughs> i was guessing that's it that, now it's my well, gum nobody else gets this, this is gum another, this is another list of questions i want to ask every coach it as you know those there's that one reporter who's writing about one thing so they ask the same coach like yeah. the same question mm-hmm. you have to hear it 14 goddamn times coach what do you think gum is for yeah <laughs> hey coach what do you think gum is made of that's the question i want the coach staff to answer mm, yeah oh also adding uh to this story he took two pieces for the road oh he's marking territory oh. with this no he's trying to make sure he can get back yeah, he to can get back. I found, I found my gumball i it's need to find big, the next one look convention centers are large and they all look alike on the inside he's just making sure he can find his way back now that this bar was closed i can't find anything here <laughs> he's like get hungry star. one minute really from now about that. 
Uh, all right. Who's the next coach we have to stake judge? Uh, fortunately, it's Mike Leach, so it shouldn't take long. Bloody fire yeah. is invented by the government. Yeah. Yeah, bloody. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it, I, the, I still can't believe this guy's name is Elia Drinkwitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Brick. know. What did they Brick. eat on the Oregon Trail? It's Brick. That's Brick. a bloody name, but look at the man. He looks like that. That's a brick eating man. That's a brick. brick yeah. cover, covered with cheese. That's covered a bloody ass cheese. name, but. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, Shane Beamer, whoever that is. Roast beef. <laughs> yeah, we. I think we're pretty on record as Asked roast beef. Answered. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, Josh Heupel. Oh, that's a tough one, man. That's tough. But Heupel, Oklahoma. From, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking his origins may his Bloody. origins may betray a beef taste. Bloody. But I'm gonna, say, what it, I'm, it, I'm gonna the, say bloody, but he sends it back and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, didn't whoa. Mean <laughs> I think he's I think he's picking up brick tendencies as he ages. Yeah. Isn't the Peyton restaurant is that a steakhouse? I don't know. Uh the one that I work in, yeah. I'm guessing it leans brick <laughs> in terms of clientele. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, wait, I know chopstick. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a hamburger steak, man. Yep. Yep. Because it's like, I really want a burger, but chi- I know well, that I should be fancier than right. this, but I'm not. Maybe a chicken fried. Maybe a chicken fried. Uh, all right. Uh, Jimbo, how do the rich live? Frick. I need, I need 17 uh, yeah, people to cook it for me. I eat ahi tuna. I don't, beef yeah, for, no, beef for yeah. the poor people. Hey, broke boys. <laughs> I eat, Y'all I eat, get this is, out of the water. This Bitch, I eat I eat bottlenose dolphin. That's how rich I am. <laughs> These weirdos around here, they eat cow. What's that? What's that? that French? Oh, Ortolan. I'm over here Ortolan. eating Ortolan. I got I rare get, bird oh. stranded wine. Oh. I had them clone the California condor so that I could eat it. I mean, one of them living octopuses. I don't even like it. I ordered it, sent yeah. it back. I eat human flesh. Stop me. My own. (laughs) Buy more. I would actually totally buy either Jimbo or Mike Leach only eating octopus and dolphins because they only eat animals that might be smarter than we are. Sure. Yeah. I don't trust them. Absorb their powers. Yeah. That's how you get the smarts. (laughs) Also, I got an ink sack now. Look at me. Boys, the side of my old checks. He's <laughs> mad at the ref. Mad at the ref and squirting. Just squirts away. Yeah, what, what can you do if you're the official? I think you have to throw the flag at that point. I can't you see the flag. Soiled, I can't see the flag. The official. You're, there's a cloud ink now. Look at that. I can't see anything. Only this cloud ink. That's how he propels himself down the field like he has yeah. to squirt to move. Back and forth, leaving a trail. Instead of a get back coach, there's a guy with a mop. Yeah. Put him in a jar for his own good. He's intelligent enough to open it from the inside. (laughs) They wheel him around around in a glass cube. Jimbo Fisher ink sack. Why does tattoo finish that on Google? Yep. You're going to get a Jimbo tap? No results for Jimbo Fisher ink sack. Well, not now. Not yet. Give it time. Not yet. (laughs) Um, Oh, right. Clark Lee. Didn't see you down there. Brick. I think bloody. He's got. He's a fancy lad, isn't he? I don't. Uh, I can see him going either way. Hmm. All right. Let's look at the career. Oh, this guy played at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Brick. 
what's your but case? spent time in South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that time at Notre Dame. Notre probably. Dame. Notre okay. Dame. Yeah. And All right, Brick. Yeah, brick. it switched him over to Brick. I might also make him a hamburger steak guy. Okay, Brick, but he asks for like mushrooms on it, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I need lots of put the put the lobster on there, right? A little surf and turf roll. Instead, of, instead of salad, can I get lobster? Jesus get the Christ, Barkley is eleven in. months younger than or ten months younger than me. Help. You Help me hair. onto this ice flow. You yeah, you got hair. much better hair. Thank you. I agree. The uh, have we have we gone through all of our coaches there? Uh, no, that was the yeah that was that concludes our first answer from <laughs> SEC Media Days. We are ninety minutes into the program. Did we hit Saban? Because Saban um, no, uh, has been around since. Oh before... shit! How did I skip him? He's been around since before cooking was invented. Didn't see him and that's the way he likes it. And also, cooking takes time. We don't like was things that below, take time. Was he below my sight line? Yeah. Perhaps. Saban's, Saban brings his food to the steakhouse. He's like, that's fine. Y'all order whatever I, you I want. I skipped him at the very Program's start. I started, I started with Sam Pittman because I had pigs on the brain. He brings his turkey salad to the steakhouse. Put this on a plate. Y'all talk about whatever bullshit you're going to talk about. I'll be gone in four minutes and eight seconds. I'll pay the corking fee for this oatmeal cream pie. Just put it on Cut the plate. Cut the crust off. Got to recruit. Got to go recruit. Goddamn I, I, dinner cost me twenty six minutes of recruiting. <laughs> I will skip and I will skip and uh, go to this question from John Kurtz, which I have. I asked this question because I have. I want this one answer. All right, <laughs> this is great. I would John, actually ask this every day, Coach. I'm curious. You must have some players that are good at football. Can you just talk about that? <laughs> That's first of all, great question. Like great question without the answer prompt that I want. I want one coach to just be up there and be like, no, mm-hmm. no. We don't have a single good player. I'm on this microphone. This is actually where I really miss Spurrier. Yeah, I would like, well, I want one person to show up. Just one one good player. That's all this I is, want. I don't have a, good players. Shane Beamer says, um, no, I'm the head football coach at the University of South Carolina. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I like this as the first question because the, most coaches do the filibuster thing where they're like, oh, fuck, I got to talk for half an hour. Well, I'll show them. I'll spend 20 minutes reciting my roster. So you yes. listen to that for 20 minutes, get the injury status and the, uh, the GPA and the uh, uh, I'm real proud of our quarterback uh, you made some handcrafted uh, butterflies for his mom and so on and so forth. And then the first question is, coach, do you have any football players? Didn't I just... Okay, let me repeat my monologue and then I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I would um I would refuse to answer. Like I would I would claim that it was sort of like it's illegal for you trade to ask secrets me that. or whatever. Yes. That's a HIPAA violation. That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. A HIPAA violation is what Jimbo is committing uh, when he goes hunting. But I can get away with it. You just pay enough money, they'll let you shoot anything. A hippo is a lady hippo. hippo. It costs more to shoot them. That's a hippos. Um, all right, you want one, you want to round out with one more because I got one more that we should probably ask all of them. Um, I have that that one more. I, I do want to uh, ask that one, which is from at Kivbot. Yeah. Or we could do what Spencer wants to do. Is, was that the one you wanted? I'll ask this one. Sure. Okay, yeah. Sorry, at, at Kivbot. When are your children's birthdays? Fuck, this is a mean one. That's a HIPAA this violation. <laughs> That's a FERPA violation. Fathers, uh, fathers really. Here, here. There's a way to make this question even meaner. Birth, when birth is it... order? No. When are your children's birthdays and what did you get them for their last birthday? No, no, no. Ooh. When are your children's birthdays and how old are they? 
or add the add yeah. the grade. They'll just be they'll just be throwing darts at that point. They won't. Oh have a shit! Not a goddamn. Clue. I think they can give you like um, well, we got the one in elementary school. <laughs> we got the uh, the other real the proud of falls, college we, got the college college age. Yeah, <laughs> we got the tall one. Smells terrible. Like I yeah I want the of course one, there's the, the boy the... now <laughs> you talk about a, a real guy this yeah, yeah, this, I, this I, fella <laughs> I want to get them talking about them long enough to where they fall into like film cadence mm-hmm. you're like yeah you know she's got she's you know she's not walking yet but we like her wingspan you know <laughs> we, like, we like where it's at it most mostly it's all about decision making and and it's not there right now it's just not not there with the not there with the youngest the middle. And the other one. It's not and however many other there are. <laughs> <laughs> talking about it. Which about. look like frantically scanning the crowd for yeah. his wife who's like four. Right. Four. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> no, his wife's got the hands folded. Like Yeah. <laughs> oh. Spencer. Um Spencer's left us. Yeah, he dropped his headphone. You know, you know that screws in, right? To the headset. You could just screw it in. Keep secrets from Spencer on three. Okay, one, two, three. Keep. Ha, 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 ha. We're all laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. He doesn't know what we're laughing about. Ha, ha, nope. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when are your kids' birthdays? Um, I do know them. Podcast, <laughs> but I do know them. I'll write them down for you just to but, show I know. I don't know when they are. Yeah, I do know when they are. I'm fortunate. And by the way, like one factor that Wait, looks I have like, the month. I think I can name the month. No, no, no. I I know their birthdays, and that's like you, that is you one seem of those confident. It is. And that is one of those things where you go, okay, I cannot forget that. I cannot, which um, to tell you this, I remember both of my kids' birthdays uh, for real. I do not forget them. I forgot my mom's birthday last year. By how much? Was it it like next day or was it like next month? It was the next week. I missed it by a week. Wow. Now it's better because I did not forget that her birthday happened. I had the wrong date. Look, I had the I wrong think, date. I think what you have to do in that circumstance is show up at her house naked, covered in petroleum jelly, and in- insist that you have been time traveling. And this is the only way you could get back to our timeline. What? What? <laughs> what if you had a, a, a coma? You're in a coma. That's I mean, there are records of that, is the problem. Like, somebody's going to Maybe at the like... doctors you go to, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some of us don't trust uh, institutions as much as you I'll do. I'll tell right? you the scientists. You had a home scientist. coma? Yeah, it's a stay. It's a stay at home. It's it's the yeah, only organic a, way you can do it. Men, yeah, yeah. that's what's in right. my box. Sure. All right. My brother once called, and we were. My brother once called me and my younger brother, and we were grown adults when this happened, like out of college, grown adults, and to ask me when my mom's birthday, and I told him it was it was tomorrow. It was the next day. I said okay, and he hung up, and he forgot the next day. <laughs> I'm just saying this is the closest we've ever cut it. If you show up nude, covered in petroleum jelly, grab your mother by the shoulders and scream, what year is it? The last thing she's going to think about is that you forgot her birthday last week. This is me. This is my mother, Ryan. Why wouldn't this be something that could happen anyway? Right? Like Damn. my mom would not be surprised. She'd be like, what are you like? Is this a bit? What's going yeah, and on? It, and it is a bit. That's the thing. And yeah, then you say it was. It Happy was. birthday! Happy birthday! I spent I a whole month preparing this for you. That's right. Also, what is the what is the time travel has to happen nude? I bet that doesn't. I bet the engineers are just lining people up for that, and they're like, <laughs> "You gotta be nude for this." <laughs> gotta be nude. You gotta eat a lot of chili. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
gotta eat like Trade. a distending amount of chili is what a I'm telling you. A trail of shit throughout space time. <laughs> you have to take a really weird posture, like make a strange That's face and take a stress sliders. position so that when you pop up in that world, you're naked and going, ah! Right, right. Just squat. Go ahead and squat. Bend over, please. We're going to transport you now. Step Brian, into the machine, the... which has a it has a twister board on the bottom. Pay, pay no attention to that. Now take your right hand, put it on the red. <laughs> and. <laughs> Ryan, do you remember the voice that accompanied the uh, credits, the the opening credit song to the '90s television program Sliders? The one that goes Sliders, that sliders, one. Sliders, yeah. Yep. Sliders. Slide, slide naked and greased throughout time, just like we enter the world. <laughs>